Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about Shalom in the Home. I like that'd be a really bad like, Christian rap song. I, I was literally just thinking about how I wish I had like a... <laughs> shalom in, in the, the home. home. Here yeah, we go. Shalom in the home. <laughs> thank you for listening and thank you for making us a part of our week, your week, you beautiful butt clenchers. <laughs> So happy you're here, and we really appreciate uh, the comments and on the YouTube and on the new Walk and Love podcast Instagram mm-hmm. and the sharing of the stories. We like had this plan. We're like, we're gonna post a Instagram reel every day of the podcast clips, and we were doing it for four days. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if that's not <laughs> like a manifestation of. Everyone's plans ever <laughs> smashing into real life. Here's here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat super healthy. I'm gonna work out every day. Every single day, I'm gonna run for four hours. I'm never gonna eat chocolate again. Two days later, have you Everything tried this hurts new And I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> four days later, I feel great. I ran five k this morning. Really? No, I threw up in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyways where were you going with that so and then i left for the mainland yes. so my brother my older brother nick is turning was turning 40 turned 40 a few days ago or yesterday or today today according to the family text thread i think it was yesterday no it was today september 12th it's today the 12th yeah i don't know <laughs> um and so I was going to go and surprise him at his 40th birthday party as long as I could get there flying standby on my mom's passes. My mom's a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. And so if I fly on her passes, it's like super, super like crazy cheap compared to what it normally is. Right. But you're flying space available. So sometimes you don't, sometimes you don't make, a, make it on an airplane. So my plan was to leave on Wednesday, get there Thursday, hang out with Brad from Ellis Custom Creations, then go to the party. The Wednesday flight filled up. So my mom texted me. She said, you're not going to make it tonight go tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I did. I left Thursday, got there Friday morning, slept in uh, Brad Ellis from Ellis Custom Creations basement for a few hours, then hung out with Brad Ellis from Ellis Custom Creations oh my all day long on Friday, birthday party on Saturday, then left on Sunday morning. Yeah. So that kind of threw a wrench into the, hey, I'm going to post the Instagram reel every day. Mm-hmm. That's where I was getting with this. Right. But it was super, super fun to surprise my brother. Yeah. Because... It's like one of those things where like, if you know, we live so far away now that it's like people's brains, like our family's brains are like, cause I've done it now a few times. I've surprised Kelsey yeah. and Taylor a few times. Yeah. Um, and it's like people's brains are used to seeing me around. Right. Like my brother's used to my face. It's not like, you know, oh, I haven't seen you in a decade. Like, oh yeah. But it's like, how are you here? Yeah. Like right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, and then on the way home, I got to fly first class in a sleeper seat, which is, Ew. I get why that, that is costs. the one itty, 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 yeah. itty, bitty beauty of standby is that if that seat, if that's the only seat left available, you might get upgraded to first class. And I did. And so, you know, Brooke and I don't fly first class when we fly. <laughs> no. We're in the back in the slums. Um, but... Shut the curtain. Yeah. Snap, Snap it, it shut. shut. Oh, I see him in my peripheral. Um, <laughs> I will take, what's, what's Michael's line? I will take uh, when he's ordering in first class, and but they don't have food because it's oh, too yeah, short yeah, of yeah. light. Nah, I can't yeah. remember the line. Um, uh, so here's what happened. So, and you have a pretty good idea, like going, leaving from Maui. So I went Maui, Chicago, Chicago, Kansas City. Yeah. So leaving from Maui to Chicago, I could tell by the seat map. I was like, I'm not getting first class. Yeah. So they, but the, the standby seats, there were a few aisle seats and a couple of middle seats. Yeah. And he put me in the middle seat. So I walked him. I was like, hey man, do you mind if like, maybe I could have one of those aisle seats? And he changed me. And I was like, Ugh. hallelujah. God yeah. bless you. Gave him a little quick kiss. Said, okay, I love you. Bye. And then Got I was on, on the plane. plane. Um, but it is so hard to sleep on the all nighter in just yes. like a regular coach seat. Yeah. I just like all night. I was just like, you know, I mean, I leave tomorrow <laughs> and I'm not quite doing an all nighter. You kind of, but kinda I'm do, already I like, mean, you are basically, you know, like you're well, doing the red eye. Yes. Yeah. But I did the math 
where I can, when I was talking to my, <laughs> I was talking to someone about it, trying to book my flights before I talked to you about it. And I was like, okay, but like Maui body time, yeah. what time am I landing Maui body time? That's the hard part. And it was, she's like 2 a.m. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so if I'm just in my mind, if I'm just staying up till 2 a.m. <laughs> with a nap in there, maybe I could do that. <laughs> the hard part is when you're leaving, like my flight left at 5.30. Well, at 5.30 p.m., I am not tired. Correct. You know, and so mine leaves earlier than yours. And so it's like, I don't know. So you're trying to sleep from like 530 till 1 Uh a.m. Very hard to do. So you end up like, so usually I take melatonin, which is I do not plan to do that. Um, (laughs) It'll make me feel so weird for so long. I can't. (laughs) When you wake up on a plane after you've taken melatonin, you're just like, where (laughs) (laughs) No, when you wake up on a plane after you've taken melatonin, that's what happens. What I are we doing? Taking it. Um, and I will wake up anyways, just fine. So the flight totally out was, alert. was great. The moment um, my eyes are awake. The Kansas City Airport is interesting. You like get off the plane and mm-hmm. it's like a, it's kind of like a, it's like a, it's not a totally a horseshoe, but it's like arced the, yeah. the um, terminal. Yeah. And then it's like you get off the plane and you walk out and you're like, bam, outside. Like there's no like. You're not like. There's not like a big terminal yes. to like walk, walk through, through and, and like, all the way out. it's just like, <laughs> so I called Brad. I'm like, I'm, I'm outside. <laughs> I'm here. My legs are on the ground and I'm outside. <laughs> um, so yeah, so flight out was great. Flight coming back. Uh, I, you know, I saw the seat map and I'm like sixth on the standby list. Cause it goes, right. so like when my mom flies, she's like at the top, she's got all the seniority, but yes. as a, as a, when I'm on her passes, since I'm not like a, because she's anymore. not traveling with you and you do not live in her home. Yeah. So like my dad gets the same seniority as my mom. Right. So they're and I used always to first on the when list. I was below 18 and lived at home and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. now I'm like, I'm like not as high on seniority. So there's yeah. six people in front of me. Yeah. And I count 13 seats in first class. <gasps> and so I'm just like, I think I'm going to get it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll walk up. I'm like, hey, you guys do any standby tickets? Yet? Oh, yeah, cool, 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 cool. I'll just, I'll just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just and, hang right here if you need me. And one time, I will literally be <laughs> right, right here, here if you need anything, you need at, all. anything at all. Um, one time <laughs> when we were vacationing as a family, so because of my mom's job, we got to cool, go to cool places on vacation because it was cheap to fly. Yeah, you know, which is usually half the battle. Um, and so we we came to Hawaii one time, and I remember we were on the plane to head back home, mm-hmm. and the gate agent actually came on the airplane and was like, "Mesitas, party of five, please come." To, like. And we got kicked off the airplane because the seats we were in were the people didn't show up, but then they showed up but at the last minute. So I remember like, I think my sister was crying. I think I was crying. Like, probably. you know, you thought you were going to go home and <laughs> then probably like, it's just like, no, I, I, meant, I meant more. Well, yeah, I don't know. you baby. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just mean- a crying little baby kid? You dumb, dumb baby. Kid. Yep. With a giant head. Tears everywhere. Are your tears bigger because your head is so big? Head's just flopping around trying to get off the airplane in a hurry. And so there's always, because of that... walking between the two restrooms. Your head (laughs) ricocheting off the sides. (laughs) Sorry. That's not true. (laughs) Not totally. Um, But because of that, I've always had this like fear that like, Someone's the someone's going to show you're gonna up. Get is really not. It's not going to be yours. Yeah, it's going to so, be taken away. But even like I'm like seven other people have to show up. Right. You know, for you not to get yes. So I get my seat, first class, sleeper seat, incredible. I'm just <laughs> like, this is absolutely amazing. This is when standby is like the best. Literal, it's a gift from God. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there. Because what was your ticket like? It's like ninety bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, I, we can't, you can't lay down your seat quite yet. Right. You know, into a bed. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. So I start falling asleep and I'm like, oh, but I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, I'm like kind of dozing in and out. And then we start taxiing away from the gate and I feel myself fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, then I wake up and we're not in the air. <laughs> or you're we're back, back at, the, at gate. the gate. And I'm just like. <laughs> it's like I, had, I didn't have melatonin thank, thank goodness but i was like what is happening i thought we left and then i'm like did i dream that we backed out and then i like saw my you know, like it's quite the dream there's a moment where i'm just like where am i what time zone you know i'm like in? looking around i'm like okay all these people look like the people that were sitting next to me like i get body snatched was i taken and put on another plane 
And so I, we had some mechanical error. And so like they, <laughs> from the time we started backing up and taxiing, I fell asleep and we came all the way back to the gate. And, and that's when up. I woke up and I saw like a notification on my phone that was like, you know, don't hang in there. Your flight's going to. Yeah. But I just was like eternally grateful that again, this you was the seat I had. Yeah. Seat. Um, and then the flight home. I mean, it, it was quite, it, it, the difference it made was like, a, I have, I'm not. It was like. Kind of like a stupid difference. Yeah, like I, like I had not experienced it since I was like a teenager uh -huh. because of, you know, like I like, you know, occasionally I have gotten a first class standby seat since being an adult, but it's always been like Harrisburg to Chicago. So it's not like a sleeper seat. No. It's a very short flight or something like that. Just and a so more room. Yeah, just a little more rooms. But this one, I was just like, man, so I'm just so grateful for my mom and her job. <laughs> and honestly, it just made it possible to do something that like normally like there's just you know, as much as I would have wanted to go visit Nick, if right. I had to pay the full price for a ticket for that short of a trip, it would have been very unlikely of me to do that. And then it would have been like, okay, well, if I'm going to pay to go, maybe I should stay longer. And then I'm for, like, I'm yes. away from home for a longer period of time. All that to say, it was fun. It was great. And mm -hmm. I got to hang out with Brad, got to see Jake from the Ghost Runners. And, uh, so yeah. Trey, though, it's the worst. <laughs> I didn't even text them. I'm totally kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not actually throwing him under the bus. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. And, you know, if you can su surprise people, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth the effort. Yeah. I heard recently someone was quoting his wife. And he was like, my wife always says, what do we lose when we celebrate? And I was like, oh, oh gosh. gosh, I'm going to think about that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Thanks. And so, like, and it's so true. Like, what do we lose if we se if we mm. celebrate a math test or, <laughs> like, yeah. somebody's birthday or it could, it could be anything? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. And and I continue like you know we we Brooke and I went back and forth last Christmas. We went home. We went back to Pennsylvania for Christmas, and it was one of the worst trips we've ever had. Mm -hmm. Everyone got sick. Yeah, yeah, it was just like you know. Just and so a couple of people asked me, it was like, so you're not going back this year? And I was like, Well, no, we are. And they're like, Oh man, I'm so surprised. And and the reason, and, and this is sort of the reason I went on the trip. Obviously, the, the reason I went on this trip is because I love my brother. Mm -hmm. But like I also want, again, if our children are becoming who we are, I want my children to see mm -hmm. that family is worth traveling for, that it's worth yeah. The time at the airport, going through security, the packing, the franticness at times, the uncertainty of flights and delays and cancellations. Yeah. I want them to know their whole life that family is worth traveling for. Part of that is selfishly. Part of that is when I am a grandpa and they you are... hope that they, they travel that to I see hope us. hope that say, hey, my dad did this his whole life. He traveled to and from to see his family. Yeah. And I, you know, they're becoming who we are. And so that right. that's kind of just like the more emotional side of it of just like that's what yeah. I want. And I think that that can hold true even if like even if you're not traveling. Like you know, I hope that we show our kids that like we celebrate this yeah. or we like insert anything that yeah. like I just hope that we're as always being a good example of like what a full intentional yeah. You know. Like when June turns 40, which will happen, which is that is that, I don't, I can't quite comprehend that. You know, Sonny's probably a little bit young to remember this trip, but, you know, hopefully Sonny will go visit her wherever they live. Yeah, that's nuts. It, it does feel nuts to have a brother that's 40. My sister already turned 40, but like my older sister was old enough that she just felt a lot older. Do you never overlapped in high school? No, she was already right. gone. And for, I think for some years, right, and my brother and I were in the same. He was a senior when I was a freshman, was and, like so, and we wrestled on the same team, right? And so, like, you felt a little bit closer, closer to him, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's just crazy. He's forty. He doesn't look forty. He looks great. He does not look forty. No, country miles. <laughs> no city miles. <laughs> no on that city point. miles on that one. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I, that's kind of all we've done. That's kind of all we've done because we've, since we've, the last episode, we're recording at weird times right now because Brooke's leaving tomorrow mm -hmm. to go to. Tell, why don't you tell more? Tell them where you're going, son. Tell them what you want, son. I'm going to Austin, Texas. Wait, are you going? Are you saying see the world or Sea World? I'm saying it's raining outside again. It's been raining. It's a lot. been raining almost four or five days in a row, and it's very weird. It's great. Everything's really green, but. I'm, I'm just, I'm literally not yeah. accustomed to it anymore. 
What's and crazy in Pennsylvania, is what, I used to be like, oh, it's, it's, raining. it's outside. Great. It's just normal. <laughs> cool. um, oh, there's pollen covering everything. Cool. Pollen. Um. <laughs> no, I'm going to Austin, Texas for a beauty counter um, conference? conference. I guess that's what you call, call it. A conference. Like it's put on by corporate. Yep. Um, and so they'll reveal like the holiday stuff and there's trainings. And Are like, you allowed to take stories while you're there? Like um, I'm allowed to take, I believe I'm allowed to take stories. I'm not allowed to show the holiday sets. I think that's the one thing I'm not allowed to show yet. But because did I accidentally do it three years ago <laughs> and they messaged me, Oopsies. please take those stories down. I was like, I had, I genuinely had no <laughs> idea then. I was so new. I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Delete. You're on their list. Secretly babe. saved to my phone and text to my friends. Um, <laughs> but Oh, you've got a text group. I do have a text group. I'm not allowed to share any information publicly about holiday sets. Jerry's going to eat you up. Um, <laughs> but a text group is not public because right. you have opted in. So we'll in. put that number in Which the show notes yeah. just in case you wanted to join. But yeah, I'm excited. And I can't remember if I said this last week. My friend Amber is coming with me who I've known since fifth grade. Because you've had some nostalgia feels lately. I always feel this way in the fall. Yeah, like, John like Mayer starts playing and Brooks. Like, and it's funny because it's not even getting cool here right. like i'm not feeling a temperature change which often is what would kind of like kickstart it in previous years living somewhere else although people are gonna despise me for saying this i rode my bike to the gym today yeah in a tank top and shorts and i thought oh it's not quite as hot yeah <laughs> i know yeah although with the rain it actually it's been so cloudy the last few days yeah. it actually is not quite as hot um but yeah, I always feel this way. And it's funny, I listen to the same artists. And we I've talked about this we, before uh, yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, we have talked about this. And I think just, it's true. Just that like there is something about, I mean, for so many years of your life, you have this back to school feeling. This yep. like, it's sort of like a new year feeling, but a little different. And you feel like you're starting something fresh and you just came off summer. And yep. I've actually really been processing this a lot sort of internally, like how much I felt like as a kid, and I, I say kid, meaning even through high school, yep. like in all the school years, I definitely feel like I figured out who I was or found myself, if you will, more so during the summer. Mm. And then it was like, I'd go to school and like, and school was never bad, but it was just like, I don't know. I never had any like, like when I think back on all my school years, other than a few select memories of something funny happening in school or like an achievement, all of my like, I feel emotional about childhood melancholy but also awesome moments like none of them happened at school they all happened like in the summer months and yeah. in the warm weather or at the beach yeah. or something like that and so anyway i always feel this way this time of year i start listening to john mayer and joshua Radin and like all the people i used to listen to back then um started sending me long text messages started, well you weren't here Ugh. <laughs> Stop it. Golly. Well, I was catching Whoa. you up. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, you I was connecting that to Amber. Yeah. That I am that I am excited to see yeah. somebody who I've met. You known. went up country, it was a little cooler, and you were like, man. I did. I and I had this like brief moment of like, oh, I kind of miss the cooler weather. And then I was like, wait mainland cooler weather comes with the trees i'm allergic to yeah nope don't miss it Never and then mind. it gets down to 14 and you're pumping gas and you hate everything that's true but um, for me it's really an allergy thing yeah like but, so much yeah i also feel like we're currently in a in a basically september feels like a wash to us not really like we're, we're still no, getting but, but i was literally what yeah. did i do oh september whoosh and yeah. i just like threw it yeah. over my shoulder right. like it doesn't even it doesn't even count i mean you know, it counts but we, we had quite a, we had, we don't travel a ton and so like we really don't in september we had quite a few like at the end of august with integrated and then september um we're in september right now yeah that's what i'm saying like yes it's it wasn't all in september but Got it, it yeah. was like and then we had the collection and and we're a few weeks away from having our babysitter back on island and yes. she's going to work for us in a more robust capacity capacity yeah. and this is something that we've never had and mm -hmm. so it's like and this is this is where like you know my, I was talking to my parents about this. I was like, we could have full time childcare if we sent our kids to public school. Like they would be gone all day, and we mm -hmm. could work and do on things. But like that's not how we want to do family and do life. And so right. there's like this like kind of you know ebb and flow balance that we need to find. And so 
one of the ways we're going to try to like be able to pull in some more work time and mm-hmm. productive time outside of, you know, teaching our kids is to have help in the house. Yeah. And we, <laughs> we're like, it's like, it's kind of like senioritis. We're just oh, like feeling that's what like I said in my long emotional yeah. text message to you. It's like, Abby, I recognize that what I'm feeling is partially the time of year <laughs> and it's coupled with senioritis for having like actual help. Yeah. It's so close. Yeah. And yet it, fe- it has felt so far for so long. Mm-hmm. Because we talked to Abby about this since she started her internship over a year ago. Yeah. And it was like, and then it was like, I realize now looking back that we probably should have found someone for the in-between. For the in-between. Mm-hmm. But we were just like, nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, and <laughs> As a, there's yeah, fire around yeah. us. <laughs> and so it's like, and I was talking about Brad, about this with Brad. It's like, I feel like we've been operating from a business perspective at the bare minimum. And yeah, so it's we've like, we've said that on here before. And I just like, I'm so ready for that season to end. Yes. That it's like, I don't I, desire to be in that no, season. And, and, and I, and it, again, seasons have an end. And so like looking back, and they have I a don't, purpose. Like it, I don't it regret served it. Its pur- exactly. I, I, I'm very thankful that we were aware enough to have that as be like, you know, it really got helpful when we finally named it. But I'm just like super thankful yeah. that like we had a year where, you know, while we might not have flourished at business, we really came together as a family mm-hmm. and we got to see our kids come alive in ways that we hadn't before. And like, there were just like, and obviously we brought a kid into the world and like, there were just like really cool elements of this past year. Yeah. But it's like now, and, and it's like, we're not going to switch it into like, you know, we're going to work 80 hours a week, full-time hustle mode or anything like that. But it's like, Ugh. we're definitely ready. Yeah. Sounds, sounds horrible. So terrible. Yeah. We're just ready to like, you know, turn it up a notch and like really yeah. kind of dream, start dreaming again about where we want to see our businesses go and flourish and all that kind of stuff and start offering some new stuff that we want it, that we've been thinking about for a lot of years. We got Tiny Rhythms coming out, which like we've been talking about for over a year. Yeah. Um, apparently the cost of magnets has gone up. So that's just like, you know, one of those things where you're uh, like, oh, fun. cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I was just thinking about magnets the other day and I was like, I wonder what their costs are. No, well, now I am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like, I, I definitely feel all those things. Yeah. And it was just like, even now, like we are recording on a Tuesday. Kids are watching a movie. Daisy's hopefully napping this whole time. It's like, this <laughs> not it's just not ideal it's not ideal but and well, I, I don't i don't think you say any of this to be like oh look at us no no We're no trying to figure it out because like i i hope that it's i hope when we share stuff like this that it's relatable and just like we're still getting done what we need to get done yeah. which was record the podcast yeah like that's that, that was all that had to happen today yeah but like it's not an ideal scenario yeah. as so, far as all and the reason it. i say that is like you know if you find yourself in a season where it's just like man we have been just doing the bare minimum and that season doesn't have an end, I think there are conversations that need to happen. And so like, yeah. you know, like because seasons do need to come to an end. And so like we had that. What would com- that end look like? Yeah. How can we what get What do we like, think might, is there something that needs to take place first to kind of start? What's the beginning of yeah. the end? You know. And so when we started talking bare, like a, once we named it the bare minimum season that we were in, mm-hmm. I was like, is there a way to end it before Abby? Like, or are we putting all our eggs in this one basket? And, and so we talked that through and, mm-hmm we really didn't find like an easy solution. And so it was just like, no. And then we kind of realized, no, that's it. And like, we'll just yeah. work hard to be set up well for when she comes and um, make the most of it for however long she's with us yeah. and let that be that. So anyways, that, that that's just like all that's kind of been going on. That's the, how was your week essentially? Um, because <laughs> it's only Tuesday. Yeah. So uh, before Daisy wakes up, I'm going to get through the last session of integrated and mm-hmm. and now this feels like it's over a month old not quite maybe two and a half weeks since yeah. i was there so I, I might be refreshing myself as i read these notes yeah okay um so dr josh straub who is do you actually call him dr josh to his face sometimes i do and he's like stop <laughs> all right dr josh whatever you say <laughs> um who is one of my favorite humans i feel like he with two little pieces of language has helped our marriage Mm. more than anyone. Yeah. So much so that we're actually going to team up with him on one of these projects that we're looking forward to launching soon. Um, And those two pieces of language would be, would be uh, the emotional check-in at the end of the day, highest, you know, most positive emotion, most negative emotion, which then just like leads into richer, deeper conversation all the time. And like, sometimes you don't even need to do it that way. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then the other one is what's in the chair behind? What's yeah. in the chair behind the emotions that you have right now? Yeah. Um, and those two just have been, and we've talked about those extensively on the podcast, um, have been super, super helpful. So he gave a talk called Shalom in the Home. And uh, I'm just going to kind of read my notes because they're kind of just like written as one-liners. Okay. And we'll talk about them. And so... Shalom means... Peace. Peace. Harmony. Like... Does shalom mean peace be with you? Yeah. Okay. Like the whole phrase? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Probably uh, shouldn't so, ask these things live yeah, on a podcast. No, it's great. That's what people are here it's for. It's fine. Um, and so uh, the first thing that he starts off by saying, which I just like, and he's a he's a family counselor, therapist. I don't know if he's a therapist. I I, I don't know the difference. There, he's something though. Like he's legit. He's a therapist. You, I don't know if he's a psychiatrist. No, he's not. He's a therapist. A psychiatrist can prescribe medicine. Right. A psychologist is just going to meet with like... What about therapists? A therapist is somebody. I want to make an arrested development joke so bad, but it's inappropriate. (laughs) Um, And if you're familiar with arrested development, just know know the joke is being made made in my head. Um, (laughs) This is the first thing that he talks about. Okay. A lot of therapy today leads us to a place of self love or victim mentality. Hmm. And everyone was just like, woof. You know, like, and it's true. Like, we have more people in therapy than ever before and yeah. society feels like it's degenerating faster than ever before. Right. Like, I don't think that's solely because people are in therapy. No, but it's like... But I think that's the... I think but that's, if people were actually in therapy that was actually helping... That's what I was going to say. You need to make yeah. sure you have the right person. Yeah. And so like, I was just like, man, that's such a power, you know, place of self-love or victim mentality. Mm-hmm. Um. He said, where do you step out of your healing into a place of loving each other, which is what the gospel is all about? He's talking about specifically about marriage Mm. and just like that idea of like, you can stay in that sort of self-love therapy, like, you know, kind of toxic therapy mindset. And it's Mm -hmm. like, eventually you need to step out of the healing process. It can still be ongoing, but that healing needs to take root in reality of what's around you. Like if, if, if Brooke's in therapy all the time and she's still terrible and nasty to me, right? then is that therapy really working? You know, right. like, right. And, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and so he mm-hmm. was just like encouraging like people that like, you know, and he's like, I'm in therapy. My wife's in therapy. You know, like, we, I mean, that's what they do. We he's get, clearly you know, not anti-therapy. No, not at all. And he's like, but we, we can't just stay in that. Like, Oh, I'm still recovering from my trauma or my triggerness or whatever. Like, yes. I, and like, eventually we need to, well, eventually you would hope that if you really are truly healing, which yeah. can take a butt ton of time, I'll say that. Butt ton? Butt ton. It's, a, it's like a really specific scientific quantification. It's like, a, you know, yeah. Um, what was I saying? I was distracted by your butt ton movement. A bu- therapy can take a butt ton, a ton of time. <laughs> a butt ton of time. Oh, yeah. That you. you that I think you, if I was listening on the podcast right now, I would say, what is DJ's butt ton movement? <laughs> <laughs> no, your hands like jiggling well, back no, and forth. Like, I mean, now you gave it away. Yeah. Um, Trying to get those YouTube views, babe. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, go watch the video and find out for yourself. <laughs> I'm in 28 the, and zero seconds. DJ does butt ton, the butt ton dance yeah. on the podcast. No, but I would hope that you, What I think what you're saying is eventually you should start to see fruit of it. Yeah, 100%. Like even if you're still working on said thing for maybe all of time, there should also be fruit coming alongside of what you're working on. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so here are just some things that I wrote down. Um, so he was talking about, the, the whole idea was like, I'm going to teach you how to get shalom in the home, but first I'm going to start off by just talking. That's kind of what he said. <laughs> you can sum up all parenting research into the one primary conclusion. Our kids become who we are. Mm-hmm. Our kids' emotional floor is our emotional ceiling. And we've talked about this before. We actually mm. talked with Josh on the podcast about this. Right. Um, we all need healing, but we also need the healing to meet the gospel. And it was just like, Mm. that's so well said that it's like I, I think a lot of times and I and I would say that I'm guilty of this is like I talk about like my kids being emotionally healthy I talk about us being emotionally healthy and having good communication but it's like if that doesn't go to the next level of meeting the gospel and then you know what's it all worth mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that mm-hmm. was like we really talked about that a lot in the group that whole weekend that I wasn't you know sick in my bedroom um, and it's just like, you know, building great family teams and multi-generational wealth and all that kind of stuff is super important, 
but it is not as important as the gospel. Mm. And it's like, I think a lot of times we can get distracted by like, Sabbath is super important. Take Sabbath, do Sabbath, whatever. But Sabbath is not important as the gospel. Right. And so like Josh was like kind of bringing that all home that like, we can do all these things, but all these things need to coalesce and come to the conclusion of the gospel of Jesus. And I was Mm. just like, whew, okay. Um, And so- Dr. Josh, I hear you. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I am healing, but in my healing, I am also carrying out the gospel. That's what he said. Mm. Um, and then he talked about shalom. Shalom is complete completeness. At the foundation, it means reconciliation with God. God presence dwells in a pure and loving home. And so he really was like talking about literally, and we talked about this during Integrated, is like your home. And we, I think I mentioned this earlier okay, in the maybe. talks. like what are the square inches of your house for? Yes. You mean and your just, physical home And just property. like, are you, like, is that a reflection of shalom? Like, mm-hmm. do you, are you allowing God to, to, to dwell in your house? Um, God is blessing Aaron with peace as he is getting ready to conquer the promised land. Peace means an inner fullness, which leads, which will lead to sh- shalom in the home. The cost of peace in our lives is to die to ourselves. We find inner peace in our reconciliation with God. Mm. Um, again, I was just like, he's talking and I'm just typing on my iPad, you know, like, <laughs> it's the cat, yeah. the cat gift. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then he's, then he gave us like more of like practical ways. Like there's lists here. So mm-hmm. the list that he shared were two paths that lead to a lack of peace, four ways to find peace, four practical ways to experience Shalom. And, uh, and that's it. And then I have, uh, those are old those are notes from something else um <laughs> once upon a time <laughs> yeah, you, you've started, started a typing off, my novel, novel at the yeah. bottom well i did take Quirky a lot of <laughs> <laughs> i did take a lot of tylenol pm um so two paths that lead this to is a, your melatonin novel. yeah <laughs> weird uh suddenly that, i found myself awake <laughs> wow that was great so <laughs> we Pulled the audience on the Walk and Love podcast Instagram on like their favorite deep cut of the... Of like what's the, your favorite inside joke? And I'm going to do it again on Monday. Again, I'm just going to just keep asking every Monday. Yeah. And suddenly I found myself awake was quite a few. The number one that I was like most shocked about. And maybe people knew that I was like, like, I don't know. I guess not. No, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, like anybody... I didn't have any preface of like, don't say this one because I know this is one. Yeah, no, you didn't say anything. The number one that I was actually shocked by was Googling bridges. So... I wasn't surprised by that because I've seen the comments. I was just kind of shocked that that was like... It's like like, a phrase of like, it's it's the language for I'm spiraling. Yeah. We're going down and I'm taking y'all with me. (laughs) (laughs) Googling bridges to live under. Um, Anyways, I was just surprised by that. Mm -hmm. Two paths that lead to a lack of peace, selfish ambition, and trying to balance everything. Two paths that, that lead, lead to, to a, a lack, lack of, peace. of peace. Selfish ambition, which okay. is, you know, that is obvious. Like, familiar, familiar. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. We are yeah. all guilty of that. Um, and two, trying to balance everything. And See, that, that's interesting because that's that's something everybody wants mm-hmm. and really desires. And it and it's not necessarily something that's super frowned upon. Oh, like, no. Like that's, you know, like, that's oh, okay, like, yeah, you're trying to balance everything. That's good. Balance is good. Yeah. You know. I think balance is a lie. A hundred percent. And I think that balance is the the lie that leads us out of Sabbath. Sabbath and just more rhythmic living yep. and like bigger picture. And uh, there's so many things. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I think like, and this used to be the number one question that we would get is like, how do you balance everything? And we used to come up with all sorts of answers. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we started practicing Sabbath that I was like, all those answers were wrong because that's the wrong question to ask because right. that's not even the goal. The goal isn't I need to balance my work with my relaxation or my time with my kids or with my time mm-hmm. at work. Like God gave us a blueprint on how to live a quote unquote balanced life. And it's not to live a balanced life. It's mm-hmm. to live a rhythmic life. He yeah. gave us a seven day strategy to yeah. live a rhythmic life yeah. that will then give us balance to our soul. Yes. And it's like, well, I, what does that say to read the, Top of that sentence? Two paths that lead to a lack of peace, trying to balance everything. Right, yeah. And that's so true. Like if you're like, okay, I'm going to balance my work with my time with my kids. Well, 
what one I, okay so is that an hour in the day is they're, that a, they're, so they're of equal priority <laughs> yeah if you're trying to equal them out like yeah you know. you know and it's like yeah like your kids need to eat so what happens when money's tight or you don't have a job like there's, yeah. there's just so many things that can cause imbalance there that it's yeah. like but i if think you, that's 100 percent. i think that's seeking the wrong thing yeah and so then it puts forth this inaccurate image of what you're trying to do yeah. and absolutely that'll suck all your yeah it's like (laughs) we we've kind of bought in culturally we've bought into the lie of balancing our schedule Mm -hmm. instead of balancing our soul and what sabbath does is it brings balance back to your soul recalibration yeah and then that allows you that no matter how crazy your schedule may get at times you still know that there's this anchor for your soul every week that just kind of you know yeah gets your equilibrium back Mm -hmm. anyways um so four ways to find peace. These are all pretty straightforward. Yeah. And it was just like, again, you know, as Christians, I feel like we hear the same things over and over again, but it's right. like, they're always like refreshing. It's you the know? truth. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just like, so four ways to find peace. Shalom is found with God. And so like, this is one area that I've always struggled with. I've talked about it here is like, I do not do well with quiet time. I've tried all the different, th- not all the different things, but I've tried a lot of different strategies and, I constantly need to be reminded and pushed to like that time is valuable and it's super important. Mm -hmm. And however I can eke it out, I need to. Mm -hmm. And there will be seasons where I'm eking it out. And then hopefully there will be robust seasons where, you know, I have more, I don't know, rhythm to to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shalom is found with self, inner peace. And these are in order. So like, okay, shalom with God, first thing. Then shalom with yourself you know, inner peace, understanding who you are, being able to like, you know, literal have emotional equilibrium. Yeah. Uh, Shalom in your marriage, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's going to be hard to have shalom in your marriage if you don't have shalom with yourself. Yeah. It's going to be hard to have shalom with yourself if you don't have shalom with God. These are, this is like a shalom matryoshka doll. Okay. Oh, I'm into that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then shalom with your kids. Those four things will lead to shalom in the home. Yeah. How do you feel like you go after those four things? Um, Put you on the spot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. <clears throat> I'm actually not paralyzed that you're putting me on the spot. It's more that's just that question is. Uh, <clears throat> and that's a good question to just I don't think about. No, like I, none of those things make me feel <sighs> like, geez, I'm terrible at that. Okay. But none of those things make me feel like, yep, crushing. got it. I, as always, I feel like oh, somewhere, somewhere in the, in the middle, middle of like, okay, um, <laughs> let me think about that. If it was like, you know, one to five, rate your oh, shalom with God. We, we, we'll take the same, I don't know, it doesn't matter what it is, internet test, anything. Rate, on a scale of one to 10, rate okay, something. Shalom with God, one to 10, what would you say? Oh, on myself? On your scale, I'm your own myself. scale, yep. <laughs> You're going to laugh. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, six. Okay. I'd say like uh, a seven, maybe. maybe seven. I'd say like, I don't know. See, now that I've kind of said they're a Matryoshka doll, I would, I would rate myself higher. Yes. There would, there would have you been. You are very hard on yourself. A hundred percent. On this, on the uber specificness of a, a, a quote unquote quiet time. Yes. And it being like this time and it's called this thing and it's uninterrupted yep. and it's this 100%. like magical unicorn. And sometimes I wonder if you're chasing the wrong unicorn. I'm not saying don't pursue a quiet time. Yes. And I'm not saying that to anybody listening. But And I've given myself a lot of grace in that area over the last five years. <clears throat> there would have been a time though where I would have been like, shalom with God, one. Shalom with myself, 10. Shalom with my marriage, 10. Yep. Shalom with my kids, one. Yep. And Brooke mm-hmm. would have been like... Five, six, Five, seven, six, mm, four, Ooh, four, I'm going to scratch off that seven, mm-hmm. put it back to six. Somewhere in the middle. I'm, but, the, I'm the median average. But what's crazy is like, you know, just like balance is kind of this like farce that we all try to figure out. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying balance isn't important. You, you know what I mean? I'm not going to go there. It's like <laughs> this idea, like they're all interconnected. It's not like I can just score on one. Correct. Like I can't just have a 10 in my marriage and the rest will be fine. Like they're all connected. Yeah. And when... I find myself struggling in one area. I'm usually struggling in all the areas because uh, yes, shalom. Yes, they're all connected. Because the idea that, like, that if shalom is completeness, well, I'm, I don't have completeness. And mm-hmm. so I'm just struggling 
And, and, and there are definitely seasons where like that is super hard, where you're just like in a rut or you're just frustrated or your fuse is extra short. And like your fuse is short because your kids might be annoying you. And then it's right. like that fuse doesn't all of a sudden become longer when your wife annoys you, you know? <laughs> Me? No. And then so it's Never. like they are all connected. And that's why it's like they they work as sort of like, you know, a foundation. And so like we yeah. have to start with having shalom with God to have shalom with ourselves, to have shalom with our spouses, to have shalom with our kids. And it's yeah. just like that imagery of like either a matryoshka doll or like literally <laughs> the foundation of a home. Is uh, a matryoshka doll is like a Russian nesting doll. If yeah. you don't know what it is, the dolls that stack in on each other and they get tinier and tinier as you open up. Do people not know what a matryoshka doll is? I had is? never heard the name matryoshka until I met you. Oh, well, you were homeschooled, so... No, Our kids are it's because you you guys use Russian words in your typical Kruta. conversation. And I'm like, here's something. Ta. Here's a strong feeling I have. Okay. There's a couple of Russians that come to the gym Maui where I okay. work out. Okay. Wow. I've used a, quite a few Russian words and I, my expectations are sky high when I use them thinking ten. they're going to love this. Yeah. It's a 10 out of 10 joke yeah. with a Russian word. I don't know many, <laughs> but I know some. Uh-huh. Maybe like you're like they haven't even acknowledged it. That's sort of how it feels. <laughs> Maybe they don't hear you. No, Maybe they don't like you. <laughs> Hopefully it's not that. This is a who matryoshka is this, doll. Who is this weirdo yelling the word mosquito every time we work out? Come on off. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the matryoshka dolls of why they are. Why isn't it received at a 10 out of 10? They don't like you. They don't like you. They the don't music hear. is too loud. They can't music hear you. The music is too loud. They can't hear you. They're, they're not actually sure. They heard you, but they're uncertain and they don't want to turn around and be like, Camaro. <laughs> and so they're like, and then you'd be like, I'm sorry, what? Are you talking to me? They don't want to feel dumb. Okay. Or they don't want people to know they're Russian. <laughs> Because that's not a great thing sometimes, <laughs> even so, though they're wonderful people. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's they a good thing they your total, expectations are sky high. They're sky high. What did I say the other day? It's oh, like I'm going into June? an open mic and I'm like, I've got solid gold here. Yeah. Eight <laughs> minutes of solid gold. Sit down, people. Hold on to your butts. Okay, so June. <laughs> what did she do? Oh, she was climbing that tree at Costco or outside Costco in the parking lot. Yeah. She was so proud of herself because she's a little scared of heights and she's not always the like bravest like that physically. Like she won't jump or she just, you know, that stuff. Kinda, it's gotten better since we've been to Hawaii. It's 100% but yeah. gotten better. Yeah. But anyway, she was very proud of herself for kind of climbing up inside this tree. And so I was t- relaying the story <laughs> to you, TJ. And I said, she was like disproportionately proud. <laughs> To which she said, I'm very familiar with that emotion. That's my sweet spot. And I was like, bro, come look at this. Come look at this. This is the best thing I've ever done. What am I looking at here? What is this? Did you see? I don't. I don't want to ask more questions because I know that'll only make it worse. But it looks the same. I love it. It looks great. Show me exactly what it is that looks great about this. Point to your face. <laughs> Use this laser pointer that I have in my pocket mm-hmm. and laser point, point to your favorite part about it. That's so proud. Anyway, yes. So uh, we, I was clarifying what a matryoshka doll is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then Josh went on to give us four practical ways to experience the love. So like, what does it look like? Mm-hmm. That's always the question. Love here are the question. here are the here are the. Um, well, first he asked a question. Where is the one place right now where where my biggest barrier lies to having shalom in the home? And I think that's a really good question to answer. It's like what, you know, it could be a job. It could be like lack of rhythm. It could, it could be a, a variety of things. It could yeah. be one specific kid kind of being disobedient. It could be lack of communication. Like there could be just a lot of different. And so like, you know, it could be a lack of like actual personal alone time with the Lord. Like there, there right. could be a lot of reasons. And so we're, we're not just picking something <clears throat> off that list of four you just read. Like, no, like just it's like, like a specific yeah, so, scenario. Yeah, Is there like, something? Yeah. You know, if you have shalom in your home, amazing. That's wonderful. Keep mm-hmm. fighting for it. Keep going for it. If you feel like it's missing. Yeah. And I think as, as parents, as, as adults, we, we can like, we know that. We feel it. We feel that to be true. We don't Even always if we, want to admit it, right, I think, we, because we, it's like, oh, if you admit it, then you're like, oh, that's yeah. where we are. You know, we might, you know, cover it. Stop it. Far, Shove it so down. far down. <laughs> um, but, you know, when we're alone and it's quiet 
and and we have felt it for a while. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I was feeling earlier this year. And I was like, I, and I, and I put language to it. I said, Brooke, this felt like a year we were going to take some ground with our business and we're bare, and we're not holding, we're not even holding ground. We're losing yes. ground. Yeah. And it was like, man, that is where, like even just giving it that language, it was like, okay, that's why I don't have Shalom because of, because I've been kind of holding that anxiety about this unreal right, expectation named anxiety and and so it was like that was super helpful and that i feel like that was kind of the shift in our year of like that okay was a yeah really helpful shift you know like it just I, I felt like it just smoothed things out in my brain to be like okay and that's okay like it's not as expected that's fine so mm-hmm. what does it look like now and we were able to like recapture yeah. the shalom in our home because we named it and had language for it anyways so i think it's just such a good question to ask ask uh, it one more time what is the one place right now where my biggest barrier lies to having shalom in the home? Okay. You know, where's the bottleneck to shalom? Mm-hmm. Where's it all getting jammed up? Yeah. And for us, like there have been seasons, like honestly, you know, Sonny, if you listen to this when you're older, like we love you so, so much. But like <laughs> when you were a baby, you were the place, you were the barrier. Like you were yeah. a hard, hard I'm baby. Little baby. Little baby. Yes. Like, and that was just like, it was, it was it's hard. hard. Like it, that just prevented us from having shalom in our home because yeah. we were just, there were a lot of other things. Like I was working too much. Uh, yes. we, we were stretched pretty thin. There were just a lot going on, but like, that was just like, that was one of the reasons. And mm-hmm. so like, I think naming it is just super helpful. And so like, well, yeah, because then it's like, a, you know, let's use that example. Then I'm also able to have a little perspective once we've named it to be like, okay, but that shouldn't as hard as that was, that season with her being so little and so sad all the time and ragey. Like, Which we now realize she was just hungry. She might have just been hungry. I feel <laughs> real bad about that. Um, I mean, she's a passionate kid. Yeah, she's, pa- an, like, she's athletic. The, yes. In the best way but like, possible. I'm, we're talking, again, we're talking about a bait, like yeah. under one, like one and under. Yeah. 15 months and under. Like, anyway. Six years and under. No, she's only four. <laughs> you're just, you're just putting time forward. We're just going to go ahead and lump 21 that in. and under. Yeah. After that. <laughs> but again, I feel like, and, and I don't know, I don't, maybe this doesn't line up exactly with what you're saying, but like when I, when we name it like that, I am able to step back and be like, okay, but I do not want that bottleneck of a situation to dominate our whole yes. lives and our emotions 100%. and the way I treat everybody else and the way I treat myself and my inner dialogue and blah, 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 blah. Like I just, it's a little easier to be a little softer with it yeah, and hold it a little less tightly yeah. yeah. And we played that clip one time of Jordan Peterson where he's like, one of the best ways to solve problems or to fit is to name them. Like yeah. once you name it, you've already taken the first step into solving it. Yeah. And it's when we don't name it, when we don't say, Hey, this is the biggest barrier to Shalom in our home. When we don't say that, yeah. we're not going to, we're, we're not taking step one. And right. so again, and, and the, the barrier will change as seasons go and, and end and start and like all that kind of stuff. So anyways, here's four practical ways to experience Shalom. Is Daisy awake? No, okay. surprisingly. She rolled around a lot, but Amazing. she's asleep again. With God, identify your chase, setting a rule of life with a prayer of examine. We need to identify what we feel as men. We need we try to keep peace when God is the only one who brings peace, specifically asking the Lord, what am I chasing? And this is, again, I think this is, I don't know, you can speak to women on this. Okay. We try to keep peace when God is the only one who brings peace. Like we are. Like as a man, I am trying to like like keep the peace. I is am, that what you like? I am responsible mm-hmm. for the peace in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I like fully on me. It's on my shoulders. Yeah. If we're having friction in the house or with the kids, it is on me to solve it, and that is just not true. God is the bringer of peace. Right. And so, like for us, it's just like we need to lay our burdens at His feet. That mm-hmm. that is like. So what am I chasing? Am I chasing success? Am I chasing money? Am I chasing, you know, fame or whatever? Like I mm-hmm. need to know, like what? <laughs> Go ahead. You said, what am I chasing? I just picture your Matryoshka dolls ro- rolling down the street. Am I chasing You're my ch- Matryoshka dolls? Am I chasing my nesting doll collection down the road? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's real windy on Maui. Maybe someday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's just like, I think that question is super valuable. What am I chasing? And well, because it acknowledges that we're all chasing something. Because yeah. we it, are. And I think it allows us to be like, okay, well, I, I don't want to chase that. Like, yes, I want, I, I want to, ch- the, 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 the answer that I want that, the, the, the answer I want that to that question is Jesus. Yeah. And if it's not Jesus, 
then I it allows me to kind of reshift, you know, recalibrate. Yes. And then, you know, I'm sure as time goes on, I'll get off track again. And mm-hmm. then I get to recalibrate again if I keep asking myself that question. So yeah. I thought that was really good. Mm. Uh, number two, inner peace. This is how to experience shalom and inner, within yourself. <clears throat> Showing up as the best version of yourself out of my peace and reconciliation with you. How can I better show up in our home? And so like the the example Josh used for this one is like, I know that I am a better dad and a better husband if I wake up before my kids. Mm, like, yes. hands down, I know that, like, if there's a barrier to shalom in our home, it's because I'm spent, I'm going a few days of waking up after my children wake up. Yeah. And he's like, it's just as simple as that. Yeah. You know, it's, but it's not simple because my kids wake up early. Yeah. And so it's like, but it takes, you know, a little bit of foresight, a little bit of planning, a little bit of, like, self-discipline, all that kind of stuff. And he's like, yeah. but it just, it just, it's like a switch flips. Yeah. And so it's like, I feel that as well. I I used to feel, I don't feel that necessarily 100% in the, my season right now, but we felt that before. Yeah. There was a long season where I purposely got up before. Yeah. Because it was, it, it is, it is what made all the difference in the world. Yeah. And so like, I think the question, mm-hmm. how can I show up, you know, the question for, with Shalom with God is like, Lord, what am I chasing mm-hmm. with yourself? Is like, how can I show up better? And so like, yeah, you know, I think that sometimes that can be like for me this year. It was like I can show up better. I, I really felt like, man, I'm I'm getting a little lethargic, mm-hmm. and so like I was like, I need to get in better shape. I need to show like I literally just physically will show up better. Yes, if I have more energy, I feel stronger. Like I can play harder. Like all yeah. that kind of stuff. But uh, you also, I think, I think you when you physically burn the energy, and like everybody's like this, but I do think that some people and personalities need it more. Hundred percent. Like it's not that you need to like burn off excess energy because it's not like you're like bouncing off the walls and like caffeine, like not that kind of vibe, but it's, it it centers you. It regrounds you to being like, I don't know. It brings you back to something when you do it. Days I work out, I'm a better husband. I'm a better, better dad. Hmm. You know, it's like maybe not specifically day in and day out, but like if I go two weeks without working out, it's compounding either way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so number three was name your opponent in your marriage. So to find shalom in your marriage, mm. practical way. Um, we have to call it out into the light until we identify the opponent. We will make our spouse the opponent. <sighs> opponent sort of like the elephant? Yeah, I think. Kind that, of? Yeah, like, you know, like if, if uh, you know, finances. Like if right. you know, like we don't talk about finances because right. if we do, we're going to get in a fight. Crazy. Yeah, I started to say that. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about finances. We don't talk about Pluto. <laughs> nice. It's a great, um, great little YouTube. You know, but naming video. the opponent in your marriage. And I just love that because if we don't name it, you become the opponent. Yeah. Finances are now. You're, you're doing this and you're yeah. spending that and you're the reason why. And You know, yeah. and it could be anything like, you know, Josh was like, it could be sex, you right. know, like that could be the opponent. Like right. you guys might have different, I don't know, thoughts, ideas. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. It could be money. It could be. You know, whether parenting you have styles. parenting style, whether you have help or you don't have help, what kind of pe- business, like, yeah. yeah, there just could be a million things. And until you name it, it's going to fester. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I think the emotional check-in is super helpful because like, if you have a negative emotion about something specific a couple of days in a row, that feels like something that we need to really address. Yeah. Um. And so, but I just like that idea that like, and and I'm super guilty of this. If we don't name the opponent, I feel like you're the opponent. And now I start like kind of snapping at you mm-hmm. when it's probably has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number four, practical way to experience shalom with your kids is setting the atmosphere with your kids. And I feel like you can speak to this, especially mm-hmm. in the last like two weeks as you've read that wild and free book, as you've kind of prepped your heart and your body and your mind mm-hmm. for yeah. homeschool. Homeschooling this year. I just feel like there's been just like this shift in your... Well, I don't know. I don't want to say like personality, but like I feel like you've had this just like not 180 because it wasn't that drastic, but right. I feel like there is you. You have come into this school year feeling much lighter, yes, and feeling much like less, <laughs> like <laughs> a little less like I need Yulia every day. Yeah, I'll put it this way. <laughs> I feel like you're not bracing for impact. Mm. And that is how I feel like you've described things in the past before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like how many coins am I going to have to spend? Like, let me hold on to them. Like yeah. you don't want like, and I just feel like 
you've set an atmosphere this year that we've just, we're four mm. days in. Um, we're incredible. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to post a reel every day. <laughs> I think I got to six, maybe. I don't know. I think yeah. I posted two one day. So I know. Doubled up. Um, bonus <laughs> points. Um, I don't know. Like, how, like, what's kind of been your mindset of that? Like, I'm setting the atmosphere in our home. Right. I mean, I do think I want to do a whole separate episode on it. But what was the question again? The, the, the practical the way to experience shalom with your kids is setting the atmosphere with your kids. Like, right. that's the practical way. And what so atmosphere think, are you setting? Uh, off the top of my head. <laughs> I think that there's like two kinds of atmospheres. There's like the physical one. So like your literal home, yep. your stuff, the rooms, the organization or lack thereof of it. What, you know, why do we yep. have this in our house? What does it do for us? And it, how does it serve our family? Yep. And what are the square inches for? Yes. There's like that side. And then there's the app, there's like the emotional atmosphere, the like tension, the, the spiritual atmosphere of just like, I mean, you, you can feel it sometimes when you walk into somebody's house and there's this, just this atmosphere of like joy and fun and just like, I don't know, like I, I, I would think about that when I would like go to the Zemer's house. Yeah. Like I would walk in and you just, you just feel it. Yep. Like, and I'm talking about the atmosphere, the, not so much the, although their house is very nice and I like all their furniture too. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like the emotional, spiritual atmosphere is mm -hmm. awesome. And then you walk into some people's homes and you're just like, you feel it the second you walk through the door. <laughs> like, yeah, there's tension. here. There's tension here. There's not a lot of openness. There's definitely some things that are off topic. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, a little nervous. You're bracing for impact. Yeah. You brace for impact. Um, and I got that phrase from Bianca. Yeah. Who, who's, whose actual massage therapist said, Bianca, it kind of feels like you're bracing for impact in your yeah. shoulders all the time. She was like, uh, yeah, it's because I am. <laughs> and I was like, this is why Bianca and I are the same person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, because yes. Um, so I've tried really hard to think about both. And I recognize, like, I'm able to recognize more and more how much of an impact you, TJ, have on my atmosphere over here. And if you're watching the video on this hand, my emotional and spiritual. Like if you're having a bad day, I try not to spiral into having a bad day. I try to let you have your bad day because that's okay. But like it affects me. And I'm like, well, I'm doing the same thing with my kids, like a hundred percent. And especially when I'm the one primarily, mostly homeschooling, yeah. like not exclusively, but yeah. like I do spend more time doing that. Like I'm setting the tone for that atmosphere big time. Right. And so I need to be in a place where I can do that day in and day out. And so that yeah. probably takes me all the way back up to like shalom with God, shalom with self. Like yeah. I need to be doing all those things so that it does trickle all the way down to with my kids yeah. and I can be there. But then, and this is the other, this is the side I could talk about all day long is like your physical home. Right. And I've tried really hard to like, maybe not really hard. I, I've been, I've tried to be really intentional coming out of summer and into this school year with like setting them up, sort of laying the feast, if you will, for like some of our activities and some of the things I want them to learn about and be curious with and like have fun with, but not in a way that's like, let me buy you all the things and shove our home full of so much stuff. Right. I'm not just saying like, here's more. I don't mean it yeah. in that sense, like laying a feast, but just um, being, yeah, being intentional with like what I put like leave out on the table for mm -hmm. the next morning versus what I don't leave out on yeah. the table for the next morning. Right. Like, you know, all devices are put away. They don't even see them yeah. until we need it for something or they've earned it because yeah. of chores or whatever. Like I don't, it's kind of a silly tangent, but like I don't leave the iPad out where their eyes can see it because right. their little bodies are like, what yeah. can I do that? Yeah. You know? Um, I know not everybody can do this, but like I've purposely started leaving the front door open when I go outside because I'm hoping that they follow me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like one of, the, big, one of the me. big atmospheres that you've sh that we've shifted to as a family in the last year, but I feel like you've kind of just turned it up to eleven, is like being outside. Like obviously, we moved to a place where we could be outside all the time, and right. that has been a huge shift in our sort of family culture. Yeah, but I feel like even more now that homeschool has started, you're just like, yeah, if we can do it outside, we're doing it outside. Yeah. I'm going to open doors and open windows and you know, literally just push you out the door and just say, it's outside time. Like last night we walked down, <laughs> there's like this kind of dirt path that 
eventually leads to a grocery store near our house Mm -hmm. and like it had flooded. And so it was like kind of muddy and dirty. And last night we literally went out there so that they could get dirty. Yes. Like that was so funny. I don't want to go on a walk. Okay. Well, we're going to, so come along. Can I take my shoes off? Yeah, sure. That's fine. Do you care if I get my clothes dirty? No, I don't mind. No shoes, hands, hands, clothes, clothes. By the end, it's literally all over Sunny's face. I was like, that's fine. I mean, you'll have to take a shower, but that's fine. And I just feel like that, that sort of like, it's almost just like another, like a new level of laid backness, but, but it it feels way more purposeful. Like we want our kids to just experience the like fullness of life. And so like, if that means we have to shower an extra time or do a little bit more laundry, like we're not going to be annoyed by that because of the fullness we're, we're seeing our kids experience on this side. Right. Um, Another way I think we really set the atmosphere for our house, and I read this in a book, is like we need to strive, this atmosphere with our kids, is we need to strive to not make our kids into weathermen. And so like Mm. this author was talking about how like if we're very inconsistent in the way that we're treating or responding to our kids, like if we scream at them one time, they do something, and then the next time we're like, oh, don't worry about it. We are turning our kids into emotional weathermen trying to Predict what's coming. Predict what's coming. And that is a very... Embrace for impact. Embrace for impact. (laughs) And that becomes a very tension-filled atmosphere in the home. Yeah. And so us as parents, we are responsible to be consistent. And Mm -hmm. obviously, there will be times where we fail at this and we'll need to apologize. Yeah. And we apologize to our kids when we do fail at that. Mm -hmm. But like overall, consistency really matters. Otherwise, our kids then become these emotional weathermen trying to determine what the atmosphere actually is in the home. Yeah. And then they're, you know. And then that, you think about them at age whatever, getting sent out into the world. Yeah. Here we go. Let me spin you around and push you out yeah. there. And your your primary skill set is, if you could even call it that, is just being an emotional weather person. Yeah. Like, that's not a great, uh, I don't know. That's not how I would want to be sent out yeah. into the world. But all the like atmosphere stuff and homeschool stuff and outdoor stuff, I absolutely feel like I have a whole separate episode on that. Yeah. And then, and then Josh kind of ended with this, uh, two things. He said, are there any objects in our, in our house? I think I talked about this another time too, Mm -hmm. that aren't part of the kingdom. Like, is there literally physical things that we need to remove from our house Mm -hmm. that are pulling our shalom, that are removing shalom? Right. Um, and I think that's a really good question to answer because for some people it's a television and I know, we know families that don't have TVs in their home. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for some people, it might be the internet, which I know would make life kind of challenging at times, but those are questions that you need to have. And, yeah, you know, I think those are things worth talking about. For some, like, for some families, especially in integrated, like, they don't do sports. They, they just, don't do those. They don't do extra, organized sports because yeah. it will pull their kids and their time and peace in all these different directions and mm-hmm. dictate, uh, you know, their lives. And And so I think that's... Again, I'm not saying I lean one way or the other. I right. think those are conversations that as a family team you need to have and yeah. you know come and up with And it can also own. be for a season. It doesn't need 100%. to be forever. Um and then uh uh Josh said that his wife one time and I just wrote these two down. Don't apologize what you've warred for. So if you've warred for a healthy ward, w- ward like we went to war. Yeah. So <laughs> if you've warred for and battled for healthy finances. Yeah. Like don't don't apologize for that because Right. You're like if someone's has unhealthy finances. Right. And then the last thing that, he, you know, and so I just felt like that was really good. Like take stock of what he has done mm. and then, you know, don't, don't apologize. You don't need to gloat about it, but like be, yeah, like, don't be a jerk. Yeah. But. Remember the lion and the bear <laughs> and actually look at the lion and the bear and remember them and, be, you know, thank God for them. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. And so I think an attitude of thankfulness um, would really help like you understand like where we started and where we are. And the mm-hmm. last thing I'll say, and the last thing that Josh said was like, literally walk through your house and pray for your home. Mm. Pray that the presence of God would rest deeply and richly in your home, in your office and in your kitchen and in mm. your bathroom and in your bedroom and in your kids' rooms yes. and on your front porch and back porch and all the places where life happens. Yeah. Pray that the spirit of God would dwell richly and deeply in those places. And that is just something powerful that I think you could do and you should do and that I want to do with our children, whether that's once a year, once a month, like, you know, we'll add some sort of rhythm to it because I think it would just, I think that in, you know, 10 years of doing that would have a powerful impact on their little hearts. Oh, Um, absolutely. And even let your kids see you doing it. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people 
like, or, or I don't know a lot. I've heard of a lot and I know that this <laughs> I don't is know true. Very I don't really people. know anybody, <laughs> but, um, like, you know, you buy a new house and you like, you walk through it and you yeah. pray for it or you are about to have a baby for the first time. And so you have like a nursery blessing. It's yeah. like we, again, we're like taking this amazing practice and only putting it into play in very specific scenarios. Right. And I think it should be a, a constant. It should just be part of how we interact with our home. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, mm. again, I feel like I was kind of all over the place with these notes because I, okay, honestly, though, they... I sort of forgot some of it because <laughs> it's a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But, you know, the goal for us as believers should should be to have shalom in our house. Yeah. Shalom in the home. You, you, shalom, shalom in the home. home. <laughs> and so I think that there are a lot of ways to, and I hope that this helps. At least start some conversations. Start some conversations. Start some like internal, you know, questions to kind of see, you know, yeah. maybe where the barriers are, how you're not achieving this or whatever. And yeah. then like, what are you chasing? And all then, those questions. and then it also just allows you to like, if you, if you do have Shalom in your home, it allows you then to like war for it and like keep yes. it, like it allows you to continue to do check-ins, whether they're the emotional check-in at the end of the day to, to just be like, how is this progressing? And then as soon as you feel it start to slip, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to, you don't have to Google bridges before you start trying <laughs> to find out what's going on. Like, yeah. There's steps in between that. And I think that just having that language of like, is there shalom in our home really helps you kind of understand like if it, you know. Yeah, that's so good. I think we have two little kids. I mean, one was in. behind your chair a minute ago. She's June, already back June up. and Sunny, you guys want to say anything on the podcast? I think it's just Sunny, but I don't know. Sunny, any sort of news updates? Uh, goodness. No. I don't, I don't think so. Collection comes out October 14th, right? Yeah, that's right, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm excited. I think that's it. Cool. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Okay, okay I, I love, love you. Bye. bye.